0: a false rumor about my work spread by it isn't entirely false now is it, Vicious? We both know you've worked with Mage Bone in the past for some particularly that was different that was under the old ways under your precious Toreador, Prince who, lest we forget, is long gone now, very publicly murdered by well, that's not really important now is it? Anyway I happen to be working on a piece that contains fragments of what are alleged to be magical bones for that horridly unpleasant demoness fellow. Well, I... I'm... I'm not sure I know what to say. I can't speak much to art myself. I'm impressed, at the very least. Now... Don't you have something more important to do, Effialis? Like, I don't know, check on the mage in your herd. The Toreador almost starts to blush from rage at that and simply storms out of the room with some disgruntled mutter of, will not forgive so grave an insult. Mm-hmm. A mage in his herd? Says Lady Karma. Oh. I don't actually believe the damn fool capable of such deceit. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny to see him sputter, though. Of course, and that's why we do it. He is so much more fun to enrage than the Malkavian. The Malkavian just breaks things. <laughs> um, so they both did both of them leave, or did only one come down? Uh, the Malkavian left at some point during your spell. Oh, okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Well,. Thank you for this respite. For certain, I feel much refreshed. Uh, at least one of us does. Oh, I'm sorry. I haven't been very thoughtful, have I? Yes, I can't imagine that dealing with the two of them has done much for you.
1: Uh, but what
0: am I to expect? I was the damn fool who invited them. The things we do for the masquerade. Of course. The, the way things are going now, try telling that. To the sombra and the... Oh, that's right. The other one in control is another Zemisi, I so despise that. Yes, yes, the clan are in power and it's so wonderful, but he's such an ass. Just because you were born Italian under the Giovannis doesn't. <sighs> but I get distracted. <laughs> Can I try and see if I think he's like capable of hiding the mage, like whether or not his, like more like capable of treason, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um... um I guess he could be hiding the raid mage for non treasonous reasons, but I'm trying to I'm trying to see if like his dissatisfaction about the political situation is enough to prompt action. Yeah, yeah. Uh give me I'm gonna say wits etiquette. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Difficulty. Seven. Three hits. Alright. Yeah. You get the feeling he's more burned out artist yeah, than yeah, yeah. political dissident he's just kind of salty and bitter and just tends to prefer drinking his way through the whole situation that's fair that's fair well uh, i must say i've much appreciated the company and refreshments and if you would like to be left to your uh, rather fine cellar i won't impose any further Unless you care to help brighten it up somehow, he... You know what? Give me a a perception etiquette roll. Difficulty six. No. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you, you can vaguely tell there's some hint of entendre behind his voice, but you can't get an exact beat on it. Yeah. Then... I might prefer it if you simply left me to my wine. <sighs> I'll be gone then. And she is going to wander back upstairs. The Malkavian and the door are, are on opposite sides of the foyer. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, <laughs> I quickly glance around for Charles. You don't see him. Likely he's gone upstairs. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to... See if anyone seems to be watching me, and in the absence of that, also head upstairs. Um, no, the Toreador and Malkavian both seem to be amusing themselves by tormenting their herd. That's fair. Yeah. Just kind of... Yeah, I still have my glass of wine, so of I'm Of gonna... course. Head on up? Yeah, so you see Charlie waiting for you. Yeah, I'm gonna... Is there... Hmm. So there's... He's, the... like, half in the doorway to the gallery. Okay, so there's the gallery, master bedroom. Are there more doors down the hall? Uh, there's a master bathroom uh, just past the gallery. Okay, I'm going to... Have you been in there? I'm going to gesture towards the study. He nods? Okay. Um, yeah, I am going to pull him towards the master bath and close and lock it behind me. It's... Well decorated, albeit some of the features are flesh grotesqueries. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I shudder and just, like... Yeah. <laughs> Can we say that, like, the shower curtain is the grossest part? Yeah, like, the shower head or something. The shower head's, like, a flesh, like, baby skull or something that cries blood, and she's just gonna close the curtain. <laughs> um, yeah, so she is going to loosen... So, yeah, no, she's not going to loosen the bolt on his head, but she he does have, like, a grubby pad and pencil that he uses to communicate, and so she's going to just rip that out of his pocket and flip through. Yeah, so, from what you can gather, there is an attic, but it mostly seems to be Vitiate's draft room. Okay. Um. Nothing... Really damning on Vishet in here. Okay. You get there's probably some truth to the rumor that he's doing something involving a little bit of mage bone, but... but he probably bought it on the black market rather than harvested yeah. it from. The most illicit thing you've gathered about that is that he might have liberated it from a former work after the coup. Okay. Yeah. 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 It, it's nothing really special. So I'm um, pretty sure I've cleared Vishet. However, he is certain that the mage is in the herd of either ephealis or Demonis. Mm, and what does he have to to indicate that um did he get that from the argument or something he's heard bits and pieces of both of them accusing the other of harboring the mage uh, and you get the feeling that those insults are tied to their argument concerning the stolen herd member mm. so I'm I'm kind of piece and can I roll wit's investigation to see if I can draw yes a, a bit of a like like may, maybe decide which of them I think I'd be able to pressure better kind of thing yeah difficulty eight pretty hard but I'm real good at this two three four hits oh no three hits I rolled a one Nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, Funnily enough, you're pretty sure the Toreador is more likely to crack. Okay. The Malkavian, from what you've heard of him, seems more likely to lash out. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. So, actually, can can I rephrase this rule slightly? Instead of choosing which one is, like, weaker, can I get, like, a little bit of a profile on how interrogating each of them would go? Yeah. Yeah, the Toreador seems... Flustered and on edge, you're not sure if that's guilt or just because the Malcavians an asshole, mm-hmm. and the Malcavians an asshole who, more often than not, tends to prefer responding with physical violence over actual answers if things get too heated. Yeah. Okay. I've decided on the course of action. Worth noting, the uh, the Torridor also had he has recovered from it since a broken nose at one point. <laughs> Good to know. Yeah. Okay. Um, I am going to sort through my pockets, yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm gonna, uh, now Charles, you're on the Malkavian. Don't let him out of your sight, and if he goes somewhere isolated, just figure out some way of letting me know where that is. I'll be on the Toreador. And she is going to unlock the door. Open it, poke her head out, see if anyone's in there. Out in the hall? Nope. Push Charles out, and then leave herself. Dress, brush down, close the door. As you go by the kitchen on the staircase, you can hear faint singing coming from the basement. It sounds loud and drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Perhaps this shit sobbing an opera piece to himself. Ooh, I have a fascinating idea. Okay, so what? Like, there's the ladder, right? Yeah. Is there a trapdoor on the top of the ladder? Yeah, there is. Alright, uh, does the trapdoor have a lock? <laughs> yes. I'm gonna lock it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Just removing elements from the equation. Um, uh, yeah, because the last thing I need is a drunk Vishit coming in while I'm in the middle of trying to nail my mark.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's true.
0: Um, I am going to track down... I'm gonna go find the Toriador. Yeah, uh, as you are looking at the stairwell... He is on the hallway that branches to the left between the kitchen and the sitting area. Okay, um, yeah. Is he relatively alone, or? He he has his herd around him. But no, no kindred, no vampires? No kindred, although you do notice that he's on the close side to the sitting area. Got it. Um, yeah, I'm gonna walk up to him, just kind of drape myself on his arm a little, and gaze out at his herd with him. Um. After a moment... Well, actually, yeah, I'm just going to... Uh, lovely, aren't they? I don't know if I would call them lovely. A lovely source of food, perhaps. Well, that is what I meant, of course. The, the way that a well-prepared meal is lovely. Or the way one of them might enjoy the presence of one of their cows or swine. Exactly, yes. That kind of, uh... Cute... Picturesqueness, but... You know you're gonna eat it later. Of course. Of course. And then, like, kind of while exchanging these pleasantries back and forth, she's gonna reach forward and turn his head towards her with two of her nails. And then, I don't know what role this would be, but I'm gonna... Lean in close and whisper in his ear. I think the Malkavian is plotting against you. Mmm. Give me. charisma and performance. Difficulty? Seven. A success? Yeah. It's not your best performance, but you managed to whisper. He, he lightly <laughs> scoffs at you. The Malkavian plots against everyone. He is a bitter, angry fool, because the last time in centuries a Malkavian had a bloody shot at power, he was dethroned by his friends in a matter of years. And she's yeah, she looks up at him, smiling, well, yes, of course, and then kind of again through teeth, the mage, the German, it's all set up. Do you honestly think the Malkavian capable of that, or perhaps it's operatic this shit can i roll manipulation and politics for what i'd like to so i work at this uh i work at this um this hair salon where i collect rumors and stuff and I also have some contacts from my uh, merits, okay. one of which is an arms dealer uh, who gives me, who will occasionally sell me lists of customers and what they bought. Okay. And the other is a guard at the prince's palace. Okay. And I would like to weave a conspiracy to this guy that the whole... Which m- prince, though? Worth noting. I don't, I didn't know quite enough about the setting at the time, but in my head I think it's the Malkavian. Is, not the, not the, but like his side of things. Okay, okay, so he'd be watching out for the Zemisi. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, So a guard at the Zemisi's palace, um, and I would like to weave a conspiracy that this is all the Malkavian trying to get the Toreador accused of harboring the mage so that the Malkavian can Diablerize him. Okay. Okay. That's gonna be difficulty eight. Alright. I have eight Dysonless. <laughs> this is my best roll. <laughs> um Yeah, I'm trying to think if I have anything that can aid this. I can spend I can spend willpower to re-roll this if I fail, right? Yeah. Alright. I'm just gonna. Um, yep. Spend a double power. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Damn. And now I can burn humanity? Is that a thing? Or am I making that, or is that, um, is that unhallowed, um, Matt? That's unhallowed, Matt. Damn it, That's okay. I so I do not weave my criminal conspiracy. You do not. Damn. So, I'm gonna say you try to pitch it to him. I might believe that on the grounds of the Malkavian is crazy enough. Except for the problem. But the damn fool knows we're from the same generation. It wouldn't do him any good. Besides, he nods towards the sitting area. He doesn't let people who harbor mages or do anything of the like live long enough to be diabolized. He, he nodded towards the sitting room? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any of us get caught with that mage. They're never being seen again. Yeah, and I'm... Okay, I'm going to look... Concerned, legitimately at first, because my lie failed. But then I'm going to twist it a little. But, but I heard it direct. But by my ghoul heard it direct from one of his servants. I, there must be something else at foot. Then they must have leaked that information intentionally, trying to throw me off the scent, trying to make it seem like the Malkavian was pulling this off. But who could? What would the purpose be? Well, it would have to be someone in. This building right now. Malkavian, eh, well, he might want me dead enough to do it. Seems perhaps too inept. And vicious, the wine drunk fool could never look past his heart or his wine for long enough to prepare something so elaborate.
1: <sighs>
0: and I'm that gonna laugh at him. Just you. Well, if we are being so bold, my dear Toriador. You're excluding yourself as well. And how would I orchestrate this whole thing? To set myself up for a fall, don't be daft. To blame the Malkavian, he'll do it to himself in a few years. This shit isn't a risk to me, and... <laughs> you... Oh, I'm surprised you even you can even still show your face in public. Oof. Alright. Um, that's gonna be... What was it? Wits etiquette to not get yeah. pissed? <laughs> <laughs> difficulty... Difficulty 8... He took a direct shot at you with that one. This is a personal attack, but I crush it. Damn! Four successes. Cold as ice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, literally, so I, can, can I get a little bit of an advantage over him for that? Like, he thought that was really gonna shake me, Yeah. and it just, like, whoosh. I don't let the opinions of those lesser than me decide my actions, unlike others. Now, tell me, why can't it be you? You're ambitious enough, hate the Malkavian enough, don't respect the Zemisi enough, and I don't think you fear the German enough either.
1: It wouldn't be me.
0: Tore your door, grabbing for power again, it would never work, not after the last one. No. Of course I fear the German enough, I was there when he killed the last prince. Can I see if he's lying? And I would also like for this to be where my advantage is. Yes. Um, Um, Give me... Wits Politics. Okay. Difficulty 7. I'm going to argue that this is Investigation instead, but it's the same role regardless, so... Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Difficulty 7. Yeah. Damn it. Uh, uh, I'll throw out one of those ones for you, for your advantage. Sick. One success. All right, yeah. Um, You can tell he's dancing around something, but you're fairly sure he was actually there when yeah. the last prince was assassinated. Most of Chicago was there for that. That's fair. Yeah. I'm gonna grab his tie and bring him in, still appearing as if we're in some intimate conversation. If you're trying to speak so candidly, perhaps we could go somewhere. And I go right up to his ear. Quiet. Well, my dear, if you have such a desire for things to become more... private, and don't mind the macabre fool... I hear his study is quite empty. And I'm going to walk off. All right, yeah, I'm gonna hurry a little. Where is Charlie? Do I see him? Or uh, is he... Yeah, you see him, but he's mostly just looking at the Malkavian as the Malkavian continues to torment his herd. Yes, yes. Okay, I'm going to motion for him to follow me. You see him follow. Yeah. Is the uh, is Toreador right behind me? Yes. All right. Bring, I lead the Toreador up to the study, gesture for him to go before me, and then have Charlie guard the door.
1: All right, yeah, he
0: half heartedly, perhaps even sardonically, bows and <laughs> walks in. <laughs> I shut the door behind me, and as I do, I would like to tip my nightshade into the glass of wine. Yeah. Um, do I need to roll sleight of hand or am I Yes, yes. Uh, roll me dex and sleight of hand. Uh, subterfuge? Would that be? Yeah, subterfuge. Oof. That's actually a crit fail. Yes, it is. Net one. All right. Yes, it is. That's brutal. (laughs) That's brutal. So he sees me poison the glass? Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do you one better. Okay. I'm gonna say you poison his glass. He doesn't see you do it but you pick up another one on your way over to him, and now you no longer know which is which. All right, I've lost track. Yep. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, you know what? Uh, I'm a double down. I'm going to poison the other one. I'm just going to poison them both. All right, all right. Let <laughs> me, uh, same roll. To... Yeah, um, so that's six die. Yeah, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to pick up the other glass, and while I'm looking at both of them, I'm just going to do, like, a pour back and forth. <laughs> Um, yeah. Okay, yeah, crocodile. <laughs> it looks perfectly natural. Yeah. yeah. Whew. Uh, and I'm going to go over to him. Now, tell me. No one's going to believe me over you anyway. Was it you? Do you have the mage? This is an attempt at manipulation politics. I'm trying to sell myself short as a player. Say, like,.
1: Mm. it's just
0: us in the room no matter what it's a he said she yeah. said and you know you're gonna win that I'm trying to just get him to admit it here and now yeah alright give me difficulty 7 two successes what are you referring to taking a runaway cattle off the streets it was never really the Malkavians he just thinks he does he killed his long ago I'll admit to taking the damned fool off the streets. And purposefully using it to piss off the Malkavian. Sure, that clan has been in decent standing recently. I'll admit to that. But what are you really accusing me of? The mage. How do I know you don't have it? Trying to frame one of us. You know I don't have it. Because you have it. I know you don't have it, because a Nosferatu won't have the skill or resources to have it. I know Vitiate won't have it, because he's too incompetent. The Malkavian, for all his faults, still remains somewhat intelligent. I would put a piss-drunk, mad, half-alert, delusional fool over a Nosferatu in terms of competence. Give me a... make me that willable. Mm. That's with... You're right, you're right, it's with etiquette. With etiquette, yeah. I just, will just isn't one, so... Yeah. <laughs> Dif- difficulty eight. You I'm can, ice! I'm gonna say you restrain yourself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, the, like I'm, the glass just, like, yeah. shakes a little in my hand. They, like, clink against each other. You haven't denied it? He takes one of the glasses of wine... Drinks it. Sniffs it. I think the bottle you picked has gone off. Perhaps, and I'll take the glass back from him. But I believe we were talking. The drink is irrelevant, is it not? And I'll just put the glass back down on the table. I believe you were accusing. Yes, I was. And you're not denying If I'm going to die here, at least let me go with the knowledge of who outsmarted me. It was never about you. If you go down, that's just icing on the cake. That's putting... a kindred with no use down. It's the other two. If I can pin Vishit for harboring a mage in his house, then I might be able to get the mansion. So, while he's talking... This is this is where this plan clicks into place right as the hour happens. While I'm getting to talk to him about this, I'm going to walk over to the door and, like, pretend to, like... I want to give Charlie a signal to bring the German outside the door. Roll me... I'm gonna say... Manipulation and stealth. With the thought that, you know, Charlie and I will have some sort of established set of things. Yeah. I've been keeping track of time in my head. The Germans just left his his post and will be walking around, so Charlie should be able to flag him down from the staircase and get him before... The confession ends. Yeah, you get it. I'm looking at your die roll and you get Three (laughs) hits! Yep, three hits no matter what. Yep. So I, I go over and I grip the curtain in a hand that looks like I'm just grabbing it angrily, but on the other side of the curtain, I'm actually flashing numbers of fingers in different orders to Charlie to communicate with him.
1: And I just stand there
0: gritting my teeth. Very well, then. I guess you have your icing. Yes, quite. And, uh, it's beautiful. I get to this mansion. I frame the Malkavian. And... I get to keep my mage slave <laughs> at that the room like drops three degrees <laughs> and you see these shadowy tentacles form from the darkness and constrain the toreador who and I rip down the fine. curtain <laughs> that I'm holding Shin. Frau Karma. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Lady Karma, for the first time, pulls off her veil completely, revealing the molted green and gray skin. She honestly looks a bit like a leper. It's it's bad even for a Nosferatu. Damn. And curtsies graciously. You have proven that perhaps you do have a place in kindred society. I will thank on it and reward you as this service merits. In the meantime, though you have my gratitude for giving me this scheisse finer, you may go if you like, or if you prefer to see how I prepare mine examples, you may stay and listen to the screams. I came here for a party, dear sir, and I intend to have one. Please, enjoy your work. And she simply disappears. (laughs) She can turn invisible. (laughs) You see, like, a slight nod of respect at that, given that I think it's relatively obvious he has some high-ass ranks in... (laughs) The same. Yeah, so actually, she doesn't actually disappear. She just becomes a shadow, melds into the closest shadow, and then appears outside the room. Yeah, uh, you don't see exactly what goes on. You just hear some screams and wet crunches. That means he's not gonna be going anywhere. <laughs> no, no, no. And of course, a few weeks later, the mage is publicly burned at the stake, and that vampire is hanged, staked, decapitated, and burned. Jesus. <laughs> By the time he is brought to the noose, he has no other limbs. Jesus! Wow. <laughs> yeah, I like to think that uh, that Lady Karma ends up being like the Germans' uh, like Hit Woman, basically. Yeah, like, you, you you probably become a decently high ranked informant slash enforcer. Nice. But yes, that uh, for the episode at least that is
1: seen. Scene. All right. So the most important piece of feedback I had actually led us of the show to having an entire discussion around it. So we're keeping it outside of the normal cycle of back talk from the moderator. So we can express it straightforward right I figured here. figured
0: it was important enough that it deserved its own section
1: when we as entertainers and content producers choose to portray an accent with ethnic or linguistic origins we're choosing to represent it with our own understanding like yes this is what a person of this background or language would sound like and yes we believe ourselves sufficiently educated on that identity to depict it with this accent and In becoming aware of this and discussing its fairly heavy implications as a group, we've ultimately decided to leave that sort of thing outside the scope of professional production and we'll stick to character voices from now on that we can all employ without creating caricatures. We
0: we would be receptive if any member of the cast went through the training necessary to do an accent accurately. Um, but we don't think that any of us are currently, none of us are trained actors to any degree, um, any professional degree. Um, and
1: we don't see that
0: becoming part of the show anytime soon. Um, so Derek, how did we do
1: first, right? Blake, I, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, Blake, I think you did really well keeping characters, voices, and personalities distinct from one another. I had no trouble tracking who was who in each scene uh, outside of their names, but even then I had picked up on that by episode's end. Uh, Yeah, particularly in that scene where you had the Malkavian and the Toreador argue, I believe. Like, I had no trouble telling the speakers apart, and when you, like, shifted from one voice to the other, I was like, ah, yeah, I'm, like, following this debate perfectly. And I thought that was super cool.
0: Thank you. I'm... Very glad that came across. That was not easy to keep straight in my head.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, and Blake and Alex, I also really liked how you two uh, played off one another. There was this particular bit where, Blake, you told Alex that one of the vampires had, you know, mage bone. But you can tell, and Alex was able to come in with, oh yeah, it was clearly from some outside source and not related to the mystery. And Blake was like, yep, pretty much, exactly. And I just thought that was a nice time save, but also like a really like cool benchmark for how far we've like come along with one another as players, DMs in that relationship. Mm-hmm. All right. Now for my personal gripes. Uh, there was this one scene, Blake, where Lady Karma was walking onto a set with wine bottles and decor made of vampire flesh. But I think something in the description of that scene was just trickled to us so slowly that I lost like my grasp and orientation within that scene as a listener.
0: Yeah, that, that makes sense. Uh, I think I underestimated how long describing that room was actually going to take and just kind of dropped the ball on the pacing
1: yeah yeah and i i know i know you can do it well too because back in the Mm. call of cthulhu session where i was a player i i can still very vividly remember that room with a telescope set out to look outside the window with like a coppery hexagonal mesh wrapped around the base right and that that was like a fairly complex room a fairly complex scene but i know you have it in you to like frame things in such a way where it's clear to all involved
0: and And I definitely, I'm just going to interject into this a little. Um, I definitely agree with what Derek was saying, both about the fact that that room was a little off and that you can do it really well, um, or that you can also do pacing really well. Um, But the thing I wanted to add is, like, I feel like the cause of this one might have been that neither of us expected that conversation to just kind of flow very naturally, and for a long period of time, and we both kind of got lost in the conversation. Yes, part, I was definitely feeling a little <laughs> yeah, like, I definitely "Ah, where am I right now?" <laughs> let myself go a little too far into that NPC at times.
1: Mm, it it really happens, it, yeah. Uh, another thing, another thing. So I think a good way to I guess think of the schema of each RPG is through a lens of narrative tension, right? You've got like the baseline like vibe at which normal events occur, like, oh, I go check that sack. Yeah, you check the sack. And that's cool, right? And then you've also got, like, ideally exuberant, joyous peaks and, like, catastrophic dips, right? Like, as those checks reveal their different outcomes. I'm I'm thinking in particular of the underground scene where Lady Karma used thaumaturgy to cast a spell in the cistern. But yeah, failed the role. Yeah, you.
0: I. I can already tell where this is going. You got distracted. It's exactly, a great. Um,
1: exactly, like that's like boom, right back to the baseline tension. Like, is is there like any other consequence to this? Yeah. Not, yeah, now, yeah. Now that you
0: say it. Now that I can look back and think, yeah.
1: Yeah. Like here, as an exercise, right here, right now, how could you have turned that into a, like more tense, unfortunate outcome?
0: I mean, I don't know if I could have made it actively unfortunate since there wasn't a crit but
1: that's true that's yeah i
0: definitely could have at least played something with the interaction of magic blood and water and i think to some degree you could have made it actively unfortunate i think uh like we as dms always have a little bit of a hand on like the how much are we following the rules knob and if something's going to create cool narrative intention that's enjoyable for the pc as well i think it's absolutely okay to like lean something a little further towards the dramatic yeah we talked about rule of cool maybe being dangerous given that like the player and dm were competing directly with each other in like the very early stages of the show but i feel like rule of cool from both the player and dm side to some degree meshes very well with the new format of the show which is just trying to tell the best story possible especially if the like if the role is heavily weighted a failure by itself can also be heavily weighted all right cool you heard it here first folks roll of cool
1: is back (laughs) yeah yeah I, i guess like as a moderator i was just thinking from like I don't know, maybe blood could have lingered in the water. There's, like, evidence of your sketchy activities. Or, like, oh, a small carnivorous water pet has arrived on the shore. Any Anything of that nature, you know? Got it. Yeah, and and I guess as my last piece of feedback, this is going towards you, Alex. I liked your accents, plural, but <laughs> what what are those multiple accents doing on a single character?
0: Yeah, we failed to mention that uh, Lady Karma is actually a B cast member of <laughs>
1: uh, well, well now it all makes sense it's it's all cohesive i withdraw my feet fi- yeah, yeah f- no just just film as a film future in that weird trilogy coming soon. exactly look forward to it yeah i i think in the future like we can all do a better job like keeping one another in character and also like in voice yeah and it's just something we'll improve at with time
0: that is definitely just a thing that i need to work on and i kept slip like i don't know why i kept slipping into southern specifically um i mean i kind of do it's because i was watching umbrella academy and there's a few southern characters in that show but like i feel like that's a relatively invalid excuse
1: (laughs) (laughs) you you were just code meshing so naturally that you were relating to characters with southern accents yeah it happens
0: Alright, so what I'm hearing is, at some point, I need to take the two of you through some method acting basics.
1: <laughs> Perhaps so. Alright, yeah, that's that's all I had for you guys. How do you two feel about each other? How was that?
0: Yeah. No. uh... <laughs> <laughs> right. no. uh Al- Alex, you did a really good job of staying in character, and that honestly made my job a lot easier. Um... Yeah, no, honestly, the only criticism I have is um, keep your uh, voice for a character a voice singular. I, yeah, I'll try. You might see a little bit of uh, multi-voiced character slipping through in the future, but we're definitely collectively, as I look at our editor, uh, Lyrica, going to do a better job of <laughs> making sure you guys don't have to deal with that. All right. Yeah, Blake. I really liked all of the choices you made for this. Uh, you know, it was very Halloweeny, from the blood fountain to the Zamisi, who really reminded me of Dracula in a very good way, just like the the like elegant socialite that's also just like very much a vampire in all of the ways he is a socialite. And... Yes, uh, Dracula was not a direct inspiration but I do really love the novel so I wouldn't be surprised if it ended up being yeah yeah I mean I, he didn't necessarily feel inspired by Dracula I just got mm, like yeah, he felt good in okay. the same way that Dracula was good I guess would be the, the way to say it yeah. Okay. Um. yeah I agree with most of what you guys talked about before like I didn't think Lady Karma would be distracted to fail a spell She seems like a pretty, like, focused character, and it would have been very cool if, like, I actually would have really enjoyed having to deal with something as a result of that, especially because if I had succeeded and been able to see into the past with that spell, like, I could have learned a lot. Um, Yeah. So that that was kind of what I was getting at with the, like, the role was high. Like, I was trying to do a high-stakes thing with that, and so it would have been cool with high-stakes failure. Um, I will remember that. Yeah, and the only the only other quote-unquote criticism is, I wish you had done all of the cool things you did more. Just, like, gross dripping blood and, like, a spooky narrated voice and all of that would have made this, like, uber Halloween-y instead of just, like... Not just, but instead of the... Yeah, welcome know. listeners. <laughs> yes, exactly, you know, like I feel like we can be silly to a degree. Not silly, but like dramatic and <laughs> sometimes silly. I'm I'm sure we will have funny episodes. Absurdism is a type of humor. I'm sure. <laughs> Absurdism is a type of humor. What if we became a surreal absurdist? podcast mm, mm, through like, the format oh, of one hour one-offs as we've described it <laughs> yeah, you exactly. can just say here and roll dice and describe random <laughs> 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 oh god oh no pa- patreon's coming your way soon haha <laughs> 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 that's a joke we don't make money off this <laughs> so get ready for some uh playlist shoggoths in the future
1: Oof, yeah
0: like I think that's the first time I was mentioning the playlist. Jocketh will be on recording. That's
1: alright. Everyone knows what it means. You're all on the inside Every, joke now. Sorry. Yeah,
0: you're. Yeah. If anyone, when we mention playlist, Jogget's in the future, just laugh and you're
1: in. Understand. Yeah. That, exactly. exactly.
0: All right. So, what are we doing next?
1: Wait a minute, Alex. you're dming.
0: <laughs> trick question. Yeah, trick question. We've already recorded it um. <laughs> Are you really going to let him know that? Uh, I mean, I could be lying. You could. Be. that's true. Anything I ever say on recording could be a lie. You don't know me. He is only a voice to you. <laughs> I don't I couldn't I could even not have a body. I could be like Cassandra from Doctor Who. Moisturize me. There is no Alex. It's just a voice filter. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, it's just Derek like with talking a... through. Oh, right. it's just Derek. Okay, <laughs> it's just Derek with a voice holder
1: I'm uh, the one with the like necessary neurosis.
0: Yeah, we just uh, we just pitch his voice up and make it more annoying. <laughs> uh, but oh uh, yeah, I am DMing. I'm playing. We are playing in Deadlands Noir. And it's actually another very special episode because we are, like, partnering, I guess, with uh, Gun for Hire, another Deadlands Noir podcast. Uh, we just want to shout them out. They've been super friendly to us. Go follow them on Twitter and on Instagram and listen to their show. It's really good.
1: They are kind and nurturing. Yes. All right, I, I, I think, think that's, that's all, it. folks. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. It's been a pleasure. Guys, don't let me rap alone. What the?
0: No, no, you you got it. Yeah.
1: I don't know, I feel like we always, like, go for, like, the triple finish, yeah, you know? I,
0: I mean, besides, we have the post-show after this.
1: Oh, you're right, okay, I guess that's okay then.
0: I mean, I already got my recording.
1: The podcast you have just consumed contains one Alex, one Derek, one Blake, and a rotating cast of dice. It is rough processed at the Lyrica Audio Plant and refined by Dana Bulger, Premier Audio Engineer and Sound Designer. Special thanks goes to Casey Management Co.